0: Levin, our number is 877 381 877 381 My purpose this evening is my purpose every evening behind this microphone on Levin TV, on Life, Liberty, and Levin, and through my books is to defend and protect this republic. Whether some of you listening, believe it or not, whether millennials, believe it or not, I do this for them. I do this for our families, for our children and our grandchildren, whether they understand it or not. Progressivism is an offshoot of Marxism. Marxism is a dark, impoverishing, destructive ideology. Progressivism and constitutionalism are incompatible. Incompatible. The early progressives, I call them statists or neo-Marxists, the end of the 1800s or the early 1900s, they made it abundantly clear that they rejected the Constitutional Republic, that they even rejected the Declaration of Independence, the basis for the founding of this nation, on unalienable rights. They believed in private property rights, not distributing and redistributing property based on what a central government decides. The reason we had a civil war was because the Declaration of Independence compelled it. You don't have to believe me. Believe Abraham Lincoln, who led the forces of the Union to end slavery and to keep the nation together. He believed strongly in the Constitution. A little over a hundred years ago, this alien ideology of Marxism, or they call it progressivism or democratic socialism, where centralized government, bureaucrats, politicians have enormous power over your lives to redistribute wealth, to impose affirmative action, sometimes for whites, sometimes for blacks, depending on on the century. It is an evil ideology, that rejects individualism, that rejects true equal justice, and that rejects limited, dispersed government. This is the force we are confronting today. You can see a rogue House of Representatives where Nancy Pelosi has a 10 or 11-member majority seeking to impeach a president a second time based on what the Democrats and their media based on what never-Trumpers insist was an effort by the President of the United States to cause an insurrection or a breaching of the Capitol building. If you listen to the speech, you cannot conclude that that's the case. If you listen to the speech as a partisan, if you listen to the speech as somebody who hates Trump, If you listen to the speech as a neo-Marxist, then you will use it and anything else to continue to drag this country through the gutter, to continue to distract this nation from the threats of communist China, from the refusal to assist individuals and small businesses who are in dire straits. You will continue an obsession because you hate Trump, and you hate the fact that in 2016 he defeated Hillary Clinton fair and square, and that the great progressive abstraction was stopped in its tracks, and now they intend to pick it up again. When you watch people, Republicans, punitive Republicans like Ben Sass and Adam Kinsinger, you can see what it was like in the early days of this republic when you had individuals who undermined the American Revolution as they are now undermining the constitution of this country. There are tens of millions of Americans, tens of millions of Americans who reject this ideology. There are tens of millions of Americans who embrace our constitutional system. There are tens of millions of Americans who believe in the Bill of Rights and tonight, they are all being dismissed because of a power-hungry relative handful of status neo-Marxists in Washington, D.C., and that includes the media. What took place in this past election cannot be dismissed. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia all violated the federal constitution. Does this get discussed in the newsrooms today? No, it does not. And so Republicans cannot win these states when running for president of the United States now. And they want to make sure the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, the CNN's, the New York Times, MSNBC's, Washington Post and all the rest of them that you will never again raise objections, legal or otherwise, to unconstitutional activities in these four states or any other states. And I'm not even getting into fraud. I'm getting into what took place in these states as a result of the Biden campaign, the Democrat Party and its surrogates, and individual public office holders in these states. We reject violence. We believe in the civil society. We reject neo-Marxism and the overturning of our constitutional system. We embrace our history. We embrace our Constitution. And they label all of us right-wingers. Whenever the New York Times or Washington Post writes about me, I'm a right-winger. Not a constitutionalist, not a conservative, but a right-winger. They want to create the impression of the third right. That killed six million of my people. At the same time as the media outlets in this country and the Democrat Party in this country advance the cause of anti-Semitism, celebrate AOC, and celebrate other individuals in the the, uh, Congress and politicians who say anti-Semitic things, like Raphael Warnock, who just got elected from the state of Georgia. Thirteen days from now, Joe Biden will be sworn in. And still, what's the story tonight? That Nancy Pelosi, a weakened, barely able to hold on to power Speaker of the House, in her final political breath, wants to drag the nation again through this process. Except this time, no investigation and no hearing. Just go right to the guillotine right to the guillotine. This party, the Democrat Party, has destroyed one tradition and institution after another. With the first impeachment, they destroyed the impeachment institution. It's now used as willy-nilly to go after a president with whom you disagree. It is shocking. We have individuals, individuals, in newsrooms in this country who are demanding that every republican resign we have corporations in this country Simon and Schuster that prevent a senator from writing a book even though they have a contract with him and the book is about the cancel culture we have a newspaper in this country the new york times who attacks a veteran a hero tom cotton because he dared to speak out against the riots that occurred earlier this summer And they apologized for writing his op-ed, and they fired the op-ed editorial page editor as a result of running the article. We have case after case after case, we're media figures, we're celebrating Antifa and Black Lives Matter, we're celebrating riots, we're celebrating looting and arson, which resulted in the death of at least 12 individuals. We have streets named after Black Lives Matter. We have basketball players. We have commissioners, football players honoring Black Lives Matter. A Marxist anarchist organization. It doesn't represent all blacks, it's not up for election. It uses the iron fist, the iron fist to gain attention. It's backed by Oprah Winfrey and LeBron James. who have succeeded more in this society and are surrounded by more luxury than any other human beings ever on the face of the planet. This is a fantastic country, but they're destroying it from within. They have an agenda, the neo-Marxist status, a.k.a. the progressives, a.k.a. the democratic socialists. And their agenda is to silence all opposition, to hold on to power for as long as they can. They want to weaken the electoral process, and they already have. They want to weaken free speech, and they already have. They want to weaken freedom of association and the freedom of exercise of religion, which their governors have done one after another. They're targeting the Second Amendment. Your right to bear arms. They do not believe in due process. They believe in conformity and uniformity. That's what this so called cancel culture is all about. There is no academic freedom or free speech on our college campuses anymore. The 1619 Project. The 1619 Project. If you want to destroy America, you couldn't do a better job than putting out the 1619 Project. Communist China, Fascist Russia. They're all laughing at us. The 1619 Project has as its purpose to destroy the belief in this country by our younger people in elementary schools and secondary schools where they're passing it out like lollipops. No, we condemn violence of all kinds. They don't. We condemn riots of all kinds. They don't. We condemn... What took place at the Capitol building? What took place at the federal courthouse in Portland? What took place against the good people of Minneapolis, the police officers in New York City, the shop owners in Philadelphia? No! We stand for the civil society. They do not. They do not. Nancy Pelosi... Wants to impeach a president who she knows cannot be removed from office. Mr. Producer, wasn't it Nancy Pelosi who compared federal law enforcement at the federal courthouse in Portland to Nazis? Stormtroopers, do we have that? Listen to this, folks. Go ahead. I
1: said they acted like stormtroopers, and they did. And my colleagues have said that as well. What is it? I'm an organizer. That's how I came into all of this chair of the California Democratic Party and peaceful protest is who we are and what we do. And do some other people come along and and try to disrupt? Yes. But you don't send in people acting like stormtroopers into the scene and evoking even more, uh, even more uh, unease and unrest.
0: Why isn't she expelled from the United States House of Representatives? Why aren't the Republicans organizing to expel her? You talk about insurrection. You talk about inciting riots. That was a federal courthouse that could not do business where federal judges are. 100 days in a row. Molotov cocktails. They sought to breach it. Broke windows. On and on. And she excuses it. She even embraces it. And she calls the brave men and women in law enforcement who are trying to protect that building akin to stormtroopers and that they are inciting the rioters. Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Should she not be expelled from the House of Representatives? I asked Kevin McCarthy, the Republican leader, are you not going to take action to try and remove her? Whether you can or not, Brett Baer was asking guests over and over and over again the other week who were challenging the votes from some of these states that I talked about at the electors, "What's your end game? What's your end game? Well, Brett, what's Nancy Pelosi's end game? Why doesn't anybody ask her? And when we return, I'm going to tell you that if they impeach Donald Trump for this, then the incoming vice president, Kamala Harris, must be impeached too. I'll be right back. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought. It's called In Primus. 5.6 million Americans receive Imprimus for free each month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it, too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. No strings attached generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for all of us. And for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit LevinforHillsdale.com That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com LevinforHillsdale.com
1: John Lewis's life Uh, It was down there taken away from him on the Edmund Pettus Bridge at a time when only 2% of the uh, African-Americans in Alabama were registered to vote. He was trying to get the vote for black people in Alabama and uh, was met by a mob of police officers. Uh, This president is demonstrating once again with sending uh, stormtroopers into Portland and other cities He's doing the same thing today that John Lewis fought against in Summer, Alabama.
0: Oh, 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 so there was a civil rights event, and that's the comparison. And the, and the federal law enforcement that are trying to protect a federal courthouse are stormtroopers. The second of the top three Democrats in the House of Representatives to refer to federal law enforcement as the Third Reich. They have a high tolerance for violence and rioting and arson and looting, whereas I and you have no tolerance for it. I'll be right back. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty, and they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought. It's called Primus. 5.6 million Americans receive Primus for free each month, and you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it, too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. No strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for all of us. And for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit LevinforHillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. LevinforHillsdale.com.
2: Mark Levin, a champion of freedom. You know, you're one of the greatest champions of freedom in this country, if not in the English-speaking world, Mark. Call Mark at
0: 877-381-3811. Twitter has done something truly outrageous. It is now permanently suspending the president from Twitter. And it has taken some of his recent posts and it has twisted them and turned them into a pretzel. So the end of free speech. So I'm just announcing now with our millions and millions of listeners and followers, we are suspending our participation in Twitter. We have abandoned our participation in Facebook. We are suspending our participation in Twitter. And if you care about what I say, you listen to this radio program with 14 million listeners. You can listen to our podcast with 8 million listeners. You can uh, go to our various uh, websites, or you can go to Parlor. It's at Mark Levin Show Parlor or at Mark Levin Show Rumble. And what you're going to learn next hour is now Apple is going to target Parlor. And so free speech is under attack by these massive international corporations, these multi billionaires who have a political agenda. All of you have gone on these sites. I've encouraged you to go on my sites. You've been monetized, your private information has been sold. Your private information is now examined by people you don't even know. And at least for me, my whole point in this radio show is about principle and about education and information. So we have this oligopoly of billionaires who want to control political speech in this country. I'm not participating. There was a fantastic piece written by Jason Whitlock from Outkick on The Blaze today. Jason, I have to say, you're becoming... Actually, one of, one of the the wise men of our era, and you've been very brave to do it. You broke away from the cor- you know from the corporate world pretty much. You broke away from stereotypes on the left. You're an independent thinker. You say what you believe. You don't give a damn about all the incoming. And and it really is an honor to have you on this program. What was it that you were writing or did write on the blaze?
3: Well, I just tried to set the record straight in terms of where Wednesday's event, what brought it on and where it's coming from. And everybody uh, wants to blame President Trump, and, and I do think President Trump inspired uh, the yeah. events, uh, but I don't think he was remotely alone or the primary inspiration for what transpired on Wednesday. I believe the mainstream media, social media, Facebook, uh, the politicians, professional athletes, Hollywood have all sown the seeds that came to fruition on Wednesday. You have defined Trump supporters as racist, as Nazis, as sexist, you decided to ignore and or silence Trump supporters. And it's just not right. And it's like Newton's third law for every action. There's an equal and opposite reaction. And what transpired on Wednesday, I think very predictable. And if the country and the people in power decide we're going to ignore and silence 74 million voters and many more million people who, uh, support uh, the president. I think we're going to be headed for a civil war because I'm not sure if we have any other choice.
0: And let me ask you something, Jason Whitlock. The days following the breach of the Capitol building, it's actually gotten worse. You have Nancy Pelosi wants to have an impeachment with no purpose other than to smear. You've got uh, uh, the the media. Trashing, 70, as you point out, 74 million people. You've got really radical people being brought on television, uh, talking, uh, tr- trying to racialize what took place. It, it's, it seems like nobody's learned anything, and they're not policing themselves.
3: It's, you know, absolute power corrupts. And uh, this is progressives and big tech drunk on their power. And they've been headed down this path for a dozen years. Uh, you know, I think at one point early on, they called Barack Obama the, the Facebook president. He had figured out Facebook and social media before anyone else. And this has always been the end game to create a matrix, a fantasy world because that's what social media is. It's a fantasy world. It's not a reflection of reality. And and the events on Wednesday, prime example, I'm looking at these social media influencers who double as professional athletes. LeBron, they're off into this hypothetical thing of, oh, if it had been black people that stormed the Capitol, oh, my God, what would have happened? And I'm like, hey, man, Has anybody watched what happened in 2020 and what the police endured and how restrained they were throughout all of 2020 while they were absolutely abused across the country nightly, face-to-face encounters, buildings burning, rioting, looting, murders? And the police remarkably restrained. I'm looking at Doc Rivers, the head coach of the 76ers, like, oh, my God, if this had been black people at the Capitol, there would have been dogs set loose and tear gas and and billy clubs. And there's been none of that in all of 2020, and we've seen lawless black protesters. It's it's a fantasy world where we're now stenographers, the media, it's stenographers. We're, we're not journalists. We just write down what the elites say and present it as fact. We, we don't question anything progressive elites say. We just print it as fact. We let the reader, I guess, make up their mind on whether this is accurate, uh, this whole notion that there's two Americas. And, and they're right. There are two Americas, one for progressive elites and their groupies, and one for the rest of us. We live by two different rules.
0: You know, I listen... It's hard to listen to LeBron, James, I have to be honest with you. It's hard to listen to a guy who is one of those...
3: Uneducated.
0: He's uneducated, and he's one of the wealthiest men on the planet. And to keep being down for the revolution and so forth and so on, I watch these coaches, all these people... Trashing people who maybe earn 40000 $50,000 a year and follow the law and pay their taxes and aren't doing anything to anybody. I look at Facebook and Twitter and Apple and the NBA and LeBron James. They all have become fantastically wealthy from communist China. They have a high tolerance level for genocide, for concentration camps in other countries. This is a magnificent country. How is it that they don't see it? How is it that they don't see it?
3: I think they do see it, or some see it. I think others do what they're told. I think for a lot of professional athletes, and Mark, you know, I made my bones as a sports journalist, and I was a former college athlete. I have an affinity for athletes. But what has become crystal clear, these guys are just well out over their skis, Mark. They don't know what they're talking about. They, they, They And again, they're elites, they live in a bubble, they're worth millions of dollars, they've been pampered and catered to since they were 14 years old, Uh, they've been rich, many of them, since they were 18, 19 years old, they haven't lived in the working class world, they have no idea, and and social media has so polarized us that it, it troubles me so much as A black person and a proud black person in America my parents were factory workers my dad built a bar in the inner city that catered to factory workers working class people the the people I grew up with all black remind me and are no different than the working-class people that support President Trump and it's a shame that we can't see the common ground Between the working class, and, and Mark, some people may be listening, yes, I have acquired some wealth. I'm not talking about myself. I'm not working class. I'm part of the the elite 1%. But my roots and my concern are for people that can make the same journey that I made from poverty because of my working-class parents and the investment they made in me and my brother, and we have climbed the ladder and lived the American dream, and I want other people to be able to experience that. I want other working-class parents to be able to do what my parents did. We have to bring back manufacturing jobs, and we have to eliminate these elites who live in a bubble who live in a theoretical world, who live over social media, have no connection to working-class people, but get on social media and these press conferences and tell the media that that they somehow speak for working-class black America or just working-class America. They don't. They're doing the bidding of global elites who want American companies to... Make money in China and every place else, and uh, have access to that cheap foreign labor, while people here in America, the small businessman and the working class man, has been annihilated. It's 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 immoral.
0: Can I? Uh, I don't know what your schedule is. Can I carry over for one more segment? Is that possible? Of
4: course.
0: All right. Jason Whitlock is who you're listening to. He is absolutely fantastic. And we'll be right back. I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly Digest of Constitutional Thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.6 million Americans receive Primus for free each month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. No strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for all of us. And for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Visit LevinForHillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. LevinForHillsdale.com. Mr. Producer, put it up on what's left. We have now a rumble and parlor. We have suspended our own account ourselves on Twitter because I'm not participating any long in a fascist, mindsetted organization. I'm just not going to do it. And Facebook's constant censorship, I'm not going to do it. So the millions of you who are following me on both those sites, go to at Mark Levin Show Parlor, at Mark Levin Show Rumble. And where we find... True entrepreneurs who believe in speech and debate and engagement, that's where we're going to go. Jason Whitlock, what do you make of this? I mean, you have a publisher that has now canceled its contract with a senator who didn't cite anything. You have Twitter putting out just outrageous information now, chopping people off. We now know that Apple is about to attack Parler. This is a huge effort to devour these little... You know, safe harbors—is it not?
3: Yeah, it's an effort to streamline communication and completely control communication, and uh, it's the culmination of what big tech has been building uh, for a long time. I probably started talking about this five, six years ago. That. Uh, Silicon Valley is in control of America. Northern California is in control of the media, and that's completely different than New York being in control of the media. And they (laughs) – my view is that they feel so emboldened by what they were able to pull off with this election Mm -hmm. that they're just going all in. And they need to go all in before – any truth leak out, and they feel like they have enough of the celebrity class, influencer class, and, and, and they're looking at a segment of the American population not question anything. And so it's it's like the fi- it's like the climax of, of a plan that's been twenty years in the making. And they're going for the gold right now. I think Trump was such a disruption, and they're so fearful of another disruption, that they have no, in their view, they have no choice but to go all in right now. Listen, if someone more uh, articulate or who would play the game better than Trump did would come in and pick up Trump's message, it would be game, set, and match. And so they have to stop that from a Josh Hawley or anybody, a Ted Cruz, anybody else thinking that they're going to pick up Trump's audience and support and put a more sophisticated message around it. They have to put an end to that. That would be a worst-case scenario nightmare for, uh, for the left.
0: Do you think that's what the second impeachment about is also about where they're sending a signal? Look, you dare step out. We're going to destroy you. It's not enough to defeat you. We're going to destroy you. I mean, the president's going to be gone in what? Less than two weeks. By the time they're finished, he'll be gone like in six or five days. They can't get a vote out of the Senate. If they do, nothing's going to happen. So here we are, another fan dance. But they're sending messages, aren't they?
3: I'm going to be completely fair here. I think both sides this week and on Wednesday were sending messages. I, I, I think Trump knows that Pelosi and the people on the far left would love nothing more to, than to put him in jail. And I think part of what transpired on Wednesday was a show of force that there would be consequences for jailing me or my, my family. And I think the left and the elites, because I, I don't even think, the, the, the resistance to Trump goes beyond the left. It's the establishment. It's the elite. It's, and so I think they loved and did nothing to prevent people from storming the Capitol. There's videos of security escorting people in, opening doors, gates, or whatever, letting people in. I think they wanted to. What happened to happen? Anybody that looked out in the afternoon and saw that massive crowd and rally that Trump was having should have instinctively said, like, wow, they're coming to the Capitol. We have to beef up security and be prepared. They did just the opposite. And so I think they wanted so they could say insurrection and paint the Trump supporters with this negative brush and and diminish – uh, president further diminished President Trump's legacy, and so I, I just think both sides have been playing a high stakes game uh, of smearing okay. each other and sending messages to each gotta other. Gotta run.
0: I'm not cutting you off, I don't want you to think I'm cut. I've got to run because of a heartbreak, but I'm, I'm making a prediction to you. Yep. You and I are going to be smeared in the Washington Post and New York Times tomorrow or the next day, just a prediction. Jason, I got to run. We can't wait to have you back. That music means I got to dance off the stage here. Have a wonderful weekend, and God bless you. And we'll be right back.
4: From the Westwood One Podcast Network.
1: He's here. He's here.
0: Kamala Harris is said to be sworn in as the Vice President of the United States. Kamala Harris celebrated Black Lives Matter and Antifa rioting in August of this year. Let's listen to this. Stephen Colbert, uh, August 2020, and Kamala Harris. Go ahead.
2: I know that there are protests still happening in yes. major cities across the United States. I am just not seeing the reporting on it that I that right, i had that's right. for the first few weeks. That's um, right. But they're not now, gonna
5: stop. They're not gonna stop. And that's they're not this is a movement, I'm telling you. They're not gonna stop. And and everyone beware, because they're not gonna stop. It is gonna they're not gonna stop before election day in November and they're not gonna stop after election day. And that should be everyone should take note of that. On both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up and they should not, and we should not.
0: Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Now, based on what they're projecting onto Trump, Trump never said riot. He never supported the riots. He never supported the attacks on the Capitol building. None of that. None of that. So Kamala Harris should be impeached. What's fair is fair. And I'll say it here. And go ahead, New York Times or Washington Post, everybody, record it. Based on what Kamala Harris said, which is far more than anything Donald Trump has said, she was inciting the riots, she was celebrating the riots. She was promoting the riots, and she said they shouldn't stop. They shouldn't stop. Let's play it again. Cut four. Go.
2: I know that there are protests still happening in yes. major cities across the United States. I'm just not seeing the reporting on it that I that right. I had. That's right. For the first
4: few weeks. That's um, right. But they're not going to
5: stop. They're not going to stop. And that's they're not. This is a movement. I'm telling you, they're not going to stop. And and everyone beware because they're not going to stop it is going they're not going to stop before election day in November and they're not going to stop after election day and that should be everyone should take note of that on both levels that this isn't they're not going to let up and they should not and we should not
0: they're not they should not and we should not how does she get away with this now i'm calling for the impeachment of kamala harris The Wall Street Journal editorial page has called for the president to resign. Never Trumpers on the editorial page. You're going to see the Wall Street Journal, National Review, they're never Trumpers. The Lincoln Project, and I suppose the New York Post, they're all owned by the the same corporation. uh, That is the New York Post and the Wall Street Journal. You're going to see them pushing it, and then it'll just be repeated. Jason Whitlock said something that's very important. And of course, we've pointed this out to there's a complete disconnect. A complete disconnect between what goes on on Main Street America and what goes on at the Wall Street Journal in Manhattan, at National Review in Manhattan. And some of these other outlets, a complete disconnect. And so these Republicans are really remarkable. I guess they were lying through their teeth for the last four or five years, Mr. Producer. All of them who supported Trump, all of them who, who wanted Trump's endorsement for re-election, all of them who wanted various appointments and programs supported by Trump. It's quite remarkable, don't you think? You have people who've resigned. You have Elaine Chao who resigned, I guess, two days ago, but not, it's not effective till Monday. That's that all about. That's some principled stance. That would be Mrs. Mitch McConnell, for those of you who don't know. And then you have Lisa Murkowski that says, maybe I'm in the wrong party. Well, of course she's in the wrong party. But she inherited her seat from her father. She inherited her seat from her father. In none of this, in none of this, is there any discussion of what a disaster Mitch McConnell has been? Martha McSally was picked in Arizona, could not win statewide because Mitch McConnell put the shoulder on a very weak governor, Ducey. And so he picked McSally, who had just lost. Mitch McConnell has reached into one state after another. Not to support candidates who are the best candidates, the most principled candidates, but to get into primaries to pick people who will support him, who will support him. Mitch McConnell has no connection to what's going on in the country. He wins by 18, 20 percent of the vote in Kentucky. Why? Because Trump went there twice. That's why he thinks he went there on his, won there on his own. The Republicans almost took the House. Why? Why? The Republicans got 50 seats in the Senate. Why? They don't even stand for anything. It was Ronald Reagan who saved the Republican Party. It was George W. Bush who lost it in 2006. And then it was you people in 2016 who saved the party again and then saved them again this year. And now they're turning on you, just like they turned on the Tea Party. But I am asking the newsrooms in this country, whether it be Fox or CNN or MSNBC, whether it be the two Jeremys at the New York Times and the Washington Post, how can you give Kamala Harris a pass who is inciting, endorsing, and celebrating riots as recently as August? How can you not demand her impeachment? How can the Wall Street Journal editorial page not insist on her impeachment? And by the way, the media are wrong, as they always are. If the president's impeached, it doesn't mean he can't run again. He has to be impeached and convicted. And convicted of what? I want you to listen to this a third time, Adam Kingsinger. Ben Satt. Ben Satt says, look, I'm not necessarily against voting to remove the president of the United States. There's a guy who just got reelected for six years and he's hoping you'll forget Nebraska. He's hoping you'll forget. It's a long time, six years. What do you stand on impeaching Kamala Harris? The Republicans, not one of them will support it. Not a damn one of them. Certainly not in the Senate because they fear the left. They fear the base on the left. They fear social media. They fear the media. Cut four. go.
2: I know that there are protests still happening in major cities across the United States. I just not seeing the reporting on it that I that I had for the first few. So
0: first she cuts him off because she's so anxious to endorse the riots. Go ahead.
5: They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. And that's they're not. This is a movement. I'm telling you, they're not going to stop. And everyone beware. Because they're not going to stop, it is going They're not going to stop before election day in November, and they're not going to stop after election day. And that should be. Everyone should take note of that on both levels. That this isn't. They're not going to let up, and they should not. And we. There you should go. Not.
0: She should be impeached. We have a fantastic site called Grabium. Antifa, BLM riots over the summer. Media and Democrats say yes. Violence is the answer incitement, insurrection. No, 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 no. Cut to go.
2: I want to be clear in how I characterize this. This is mostly a protest. Uh, It is not
1: not, generally speaking. Now, this
0: guy is MSNBC Ali Velshi. While there's a fire arson taking place in the picture right behind him. Go ahead.
1: That ain't a riot, what we're seeing right now in Minneapolis. No, that
0: ain't a riot, because Joy Reid, a bigot, And homophobe says it ain't a riot. Go ahead. Principled anti-fascists. And they've
1: taken a principled stand to stand against white supremacists and white nationalists wherever they may
4: show up.
0: Wherever they may show up. All 74 million of you, you see. This is why the nation's at loggerheads. We've never seen anything like this. Not since the actual Civil War. We've never seen anything like this. How half the country's talked down to and treated like this. It's really shocking. Two days after Wednesday, two days after the breach of the Capitol building, where we in talk radio, we're told coming down from on high, we, we really expect you to bring the country together. We really expect you to... We're trying to bring the country together. I'm trying to bring the country together. You see what Nancy Pelosi's doing? Maybe somebody should send a memo to her.
2: Go ahead. All punches are not equal morally. It says it right in the name, Antifa, anti-fascism, which is what they were there um, fighting. Listen, there's, you know, no organization is perfect. There was some violence.
5: Any reasonable person would say we shouldn't be destroying other people's property, but these are not reasonable times.
2: But thank goodness for the looters, man. And please show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite.
0: In and the peaceful. First Amendment, you idiot. Go ahead
4: do care that much about statues. Shouldn't
2: that be done by a respectfully? should that be done by a commission or
5: the city council, not a mob in the middle of the night throwing it into the harbor? they do what they do. What
2: you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations that have been burning in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Do not get it twisted and think that oh, this is some something that has not never happened before and then this is so terrible and where are we and these savages and all of that this is how this country was started
4: people get mad and people get sick of it people are risking covid to explain to this country that we're fed up
2: most of the major movements in american history have started at the grassroots level and at some point have turned into direct conflict with american government so Remember your history before you judge your present. Thuggishness is thuggishness wherever it comes from politically, and we should be the first to call it out. I
3: disagree.
0: Over and over and over again, those are media figures on MSNBC and CNN exclusively. MSNBC and CNN defending, embracing, celebrating violence, looting, arson, celebrating it on a major, two major television networks, CNN owned by AT&T and MSNBC owned by Comcast. Absolutely shocking. I'll be right back. Mark love In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. They're uh, James Holman. I don't know who James Holman is. Let me see here. James Holman. Biden invokes Nazi propaganda minister Joseph Goebbels and says Senators Hawley and Cruz are as much a party to the big lie as Trump himself. Quote, it's the big lie, says Biden. The big lie. Play it, Mr. Reducer. Go ahead.
2: And the here... Some of my colleagues, Republican colleagues, talk about how shameful it is of the way Ted Cruz and others are dealing with this. How they're responsible as well for what happened.
5: Do you think some of them should resign? Should Senator Cruz or... Now,
0: Now listen, this is a reporter. So Cruz and Hawley should resign. Is this not outrageous? Nancy Pelosi in 2005 raised objections to George W. Bush's election. Barack Obama raised objections during the counting of elections. What the hell is going on here? So sickeningly sophomoric and corrupt are the media in this country. And the indistinguishable ideological and political goals of the media and the Democrat Party. It's unconscionable. It is unconscionable what's happening to this country. People talk about unity. We need to bring the country together. I'm all for it. But these constant references to the Third Reich and Nazis, that Republicans should resign because they dare to legally, legitimately follow the procedures and raise questions. They dare to question the constitutional acts, unconstitutional acts, I should say, of some of these states. You're not allowed to do it. Another now the President of the United States must resign. He must resign. Twelve days before he leaves office, according to the absolute morons at the Wall Street Journal. Because he instigated violence. He said nothing about violence. It was Kamala Harris who embraced violence. It's Nancy Pelosi who sits in judgment of the President who called federal law enforcement at the federal courthouse in Portland stormtroopers. Not once, but twice. It's Clyburn, one of her deputies, who called them stormtroopers. This is sickening. Sickening. They have quadrupled down since the breach of the Capitol building. And you're going to hear something that you're not going to believe when Dan Bongino comes on here in just five or six minutes. There's an oligopoly out there, an oligopoly in Silicon Valley. It's led by liberal Democrats. They are overpowering our country. They're using social media, which had been a platform for communication, the good, the bad, and the ugly, They have now used it, consolidated it, to advance a party and an agenda, and to attack freedom of speech. I'm not talking about the First Amendment. There's no government here. I'm talking about attacking freedom of speech. They're using you folks, millions of you, who are on Facebook and Twitter, because trying to follow what I'm saying in the articles I'm presenting, they're trying to tell me what to say. They're trying to control me. Now, this is fascism. This is Nazism. Free speech is at the center of everything. And I want to remind you, please, to download my podcast. Please, to download my uh, podcast. Go to MarkLevinShow.com. That's our website, marklevinshow.com. You'll go to the top center of that homepage and then click the audio rewind link. That'll take you to my podcast page. And then you can pick whatever podcast platform you want. Whatever podcast platform you want. because honestly that's where the absolute freedom is right now i am building independent platforms for communication that's why i founded conservative review tv which now has joined with the blaze tv that is why i have a podcast that is why i write my books We have to have independent, third platforms that are available. And so it is that I encourage you to to participate in each one of those. I'll be right back.
5: Seeking the truth never gets old.
1: straight to narrow Pass. You have a guide. Mark Levin. Call him now at
0: 877-381-3811. The Apple Corporation, ladies and gentlemen, also in Silicon Valley, relies really for its survival on the communist regime in China. It's a regime that has massive concentration camps. It is a regime that is involved in sterilization, abortions, torture, rape, murder. It is a regime that wishes to take over militarily, economically, geopolitically the world and push the United States aside as a grave threat. And we have these corporations that are relying on communist China, And yet these same corporations in Silicon Valley are targeting conservatives in the United States. They're targeting the president of the United States. They're targeting certain senators in the United States. And they're targeting small entrepreneurial competitors to try to destroy them. They are worse than John Rockefeller ever was because John Rockefeller actually produced something that was useful and productive in this country. And he didn't seek to control speech, communication, Now, Apple is stepping in, as I speak, to provide support and protection for another one of its Monopoly sisters, and that would be Twitter. Apple is now trying to destroy Parler. Millions of you are now moving tonight from Twitter to Parler. I have suspended my account on Twitter. I have left Facebook I am trying to help build Parler as an alternative to these fascistic Silicon Valley companies. Speech, competition, engagement, ideas, that's what matters. Not censorship, control, and scarlet letters. Now, to tell us exactly what's going on right now, right now, as I speak, this is breaking with Apple and Parler I have my friend Dan Bongino. He is a, owns a tiny little sliver of parlor. and But he's alerted me to what's taking place, and it's now starting to spread all over the country. What is it, Dan? How are you, my friend?
2: Uh, not, not too good, Mark. I, I, you know, really, I mean, everything you said there is accurate. I mean, these social media platforms have become the new public square. Um, it's where people go to talk and exchange ideas. Some of the talk isn't pleasant, granted. But at Parlor, we've always had a, uh, you know, the principle there has always been if, you know, if you can say it in Times Square and yell it out legally, then you should be able to say it on a platform. You know, not all speech is comfortable. So long story short is we got a notice from Apple uh, seemingly randomly out of nowhere, basically threatening to take our app off the App Store, which would really hurt the company badly uh, because we're not engaging in draconian speech policing policies, And, and the irony, Mark, of this whole thing is, as everybody knows, with Section 230, there are platforms and publishers. The New York Times is liable for its content, but it's a publisher. A platform that's neutral, like Parler, we're not responsible for all our content because we're not a surveillance platform. We don't surveil everything on Parler. The great irony is Apple is now saying to us that you're responsible for everything, every period and every semicolon on your platform. Which is, that's not what the law says at all. I mean, Mark, this is dangerous stuff, because think about this. Granted, this is not a First Amendment argument. I want to be crystal clear on that. But I want to be even more crystal clear about this. This is even more dangerous than a government censorship article. You know why, Mark? Because you as a lawyer know this. If you're arrested by the government or fined by the government, or there's some kind of action taken against you, there is a legal process. You have to be seen before a magistrate. In some cases, you're entitled to a hearing about even a speeding ticket. When Apple comes for you and says we're pulling you down, that's it. It's over. This is more dangerous than a 1st And what are they telling
0: you? They're blackmailing you. They're saying either you become an editor, like Twitter, and ban the president and ban anybody who we think should be banned. We at Apple, and they don't even own Parler. They're just saying, if you don't do what we tell you to do, we're going to destroy you.
2: That is exactly what is happening. They want us to engage in draconian deletion policies. Granted, is there unquestionably bad content that that, that, that people aren't going to like on parlor? But we have terms of service for that, Mark. You can't incite violence on our platform. You can't go on our platform and and legally, uh, and engage in illegal let All right, let me, let me just stop
0: you, Dan. Let me just stop you with this. No defense here. This is a company that does business with a regime that has concentration camps like the Nazis, that slaughters Muslims, that rapes women, that tortures people, forced sterilization and abortion. We don't need moral lecturing from Apple about it, any damn thing that goes on on social media. Period. Who the hell do they think they are? Sitting there in Silicon Valley, multimillionaires, billionaires in their glass offices, deciding they don't like what Parlor's doing. And let's be honest, Dan Bongino. Parler's been under attack by the New York Times. Parler's been under attack by the Washington Post. Parler's been under attack by all these frauds who claim they support speech and the free exercise of, of the press, and they do not. They do not. They have a totalitarian. Mindset. So people go out and they start their own platforms. This is what we said, all right, let's have competition. And what do they say? Parley, you're getting a little too big for your britches, so we're going to destroy you. You either do what we tell you to do. You either conduct yourself like Twitter and you embrace Twitter's politics, or we're going to destroy you. Isn't that the bottom line?
2: Mark, yeah. I mean, no one sums up how do you add to that. But what you said about that there's no need for moralizing from Apple and Twitter is correct. Mark, Twitter has a post up from China right now, bragging about the forced sterilization of Muslim Uyghurs. They have posts up by the Iranian mullahs sanctioning genocide. Twitter, and we're getting a lecture from Apple about a couple of idiots who posted some nonsense, which was, by the way, was taken off a of parlor immediately because it violated our terms of service. We're getting a lecture. I mean, are you insane? What kind of world do we live in? Do you understand, like, what dark territory we're entering now, where we're going to have to communicate as conservatives via carrier pigeon soon? I mean, are we going to have to deliver handwritten messages to each other to dare – what are we going to have, speakeasies? Let, so let me tell you what's coming next, eat? Dan
0: Bongino. Radio. Yeah. They're going to come after yeah. conservative hosts when they can. Radio. I believe this. I have no evidence for it, but I believe 30. it. They're going to come yeah, after him? No,
2: it's already started, Mark. It's, I have a show myself, as you know, and sadly it's already, it's already started. And, it's mm-hmm. this, folks, if you think for a second, the Levinites out there listening to the show, if you think for a moment, I'm just going to sit this one out, this fight isn't coming to my door, you are insane. I have been warning about this for four years. I know your audience is smart and doesn't think that, but there are some who think they can sit this out. You can't. I'm telling you, it's only a matter of time before that pro Trump post you put on Facebook three years ago is sent to your employer and you're canceled too. If you allow this to continue and we don't draw the line, you're next, all of you. That's what I want to strongly, I want to strong. Go ahead. I just want to, because listen, this is unprincipled revolutions have always end badly throughout human history. Famous last words in the French Revolution before the guillotine was yours were, hey, I thought I was on your side. There are no sides in unprincipled revolutions. None. And that's what I want, what I, want now.
0: I want everybody listening to this program right now. All Levinites, and I know we're crashing the parlor system, but let's get in there. To get into parlor as quickly as possible, it's at Mark Levin Show Parlor. And it may take you a few hours because apparently millions are trying to leave Twitter and come into parlor now. It's time to speak with your proverbial feet. It's time to speak with your proverbial feet. Twitter is monetizing your participation on that site. Facebook is monetizing your participation on that site. They are taking your private confidential data. They are using it for political purposes. They are selling it to make money for them and they're billionaire friends and millionaire friends on Silicon Valley. You've got to defend yourselves and defend free speech. That is free speech among Americans. We cannot be controlled by these diabolical robber barons. The antitrust division, they acted this way, Apple, now, because they know the antitrust division will be in the hands of the Biden administration, not the Trump administration. If you have a choice today, tomorrow and the next day, to buy the equivalent of an iPhone, don't buy an Apple iPhone. Buy Samsung, buy something else. I have an iPhone. It'll be the last iPhone I ever own. You've got to demonstrate that you are serious about liberty and speech, that you're not going to be pushed around. You're not going to be pushed around by leftists dressed up as corporatists. You're not going to be pushed down by immoral companies that do business with a genocidal regime in China. I don't care if they're damn sneakers and basketball players or these titans, these these big tech guys. It's outrageous what is taking place here. We used to have, Dan Bongino, civil libertarians on the left. They don't exist anymore, do they, sir?
2: No, and the great irony, Mark, is Parler... You know, we have leftists, so we don't ban their speech because you know what the solution to speech you can't stand is? More speech fighting back. It's not to ban people, uh, you know, like the communist CCP Chinese. Mark, this is going to end really badly. And to all the liberals, because I know liberals listen to your show. I know it. I see all the reports. To all the liberals that think this is funny and are mocking this tonight, I'm telling you, unprincipled revolutions always eat their own. It is only a matter of time before they need new victims to go seek out, and you'll be next. If you is, don't think it's is uh, true, just crack a history book.
0: Is Google threatening Parler, too?
2: Google, we haven't had any threats from Google yet. But AOC, you know, noted anti-civil liberties, anti-free speech advocate, AOC. Yeah, she's a communist. From New York. Yeah, total communist. Is on her Twitter feed tonight hinting, tagging to Google and Apple that hey maybe you should give a look at parlor you can go check out her twitter if she's doing it tonight and and this is why your advice is spot on mark you know listen i have always been honest i was an investor in parlor because i believe in free speech there's nothing to do with money nothing at all nothing we have to talk with our feet i stopped posting on twitter wait wait,
0: I, I, not... wait 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 to your defense people talk about doing stuff you are doing stuff the reason you're a part owner and a very small owner in Parla is because you're an entrepreneur. You're trying to create competition. There's no apologies in you for that. That's exactly right. Go ahead.
2: That was the only reason I did that and the only reason I got involved because, I, you know, I want to put my money where my mouth. That anybody can talk. Everybody's got a plan. Do something. But that's, this is the thing. We have got to exit these platforms. You've taken a principled stand on Facebook and Twitter. I made my last post on Twitter this morning. That's it. I'm done. We've got
4: to talk. We, 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 we suspended talk our account. This, really I voluntarily
0: I voluntarily suspended my Twitter account. I've left Facebook. I want all the nights out there to please go to at Mark Levin Show Parlor. And we're also now on Rumble. So that's it. That's all that's left. And, of course, my own website, MarkLevinShow.com, which happens to be a great website, by the way. And I want you to download my podcast. It's very, very important that you have that in your back pocket. And that is com. top of the center of the homepage. That's where you'll be. Hit the audio rewind and then pick your podcast platform and download that app. Dan Bongino, can I carry over to the next segment, please?
2: Yeah, of course. Of course.
0: All right. We'll be right back with Dan Bongino. But before we are, I know you love freedom because you listen to my show. My show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the limited government and constitution that's supposed to secure it. And it's the same with Hillsdale College. I talk about them all the time. Because Hillsdale's committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches students to defend freedom, no matter their major. They do that for you, too. Through their free monthly digest of constitutional thought called Primus. 5.6 million Americans receive Primus for free every month. And you should be reading it, too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send a primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in primus so you can know how to defend your liberty, too. Visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's levinforhillsdale.com. We'll be right back.
1: Mark Levin.
0: Breaking further news. Now, Google, you can't tell me these companies aren't working together. Google has suspended Parler from the Google Play Store. Google has suspended Parlor from the Google Play Store. Dan Bongino, your reaction. I'm, uh,
2: Mark, I'm, I really, I, I'm stunned. I mean, you want my honest response? This is it. You, ever, you, you never thought you'd see tyranny and totalitarianism in the United States, did you? You're seeing and you're living through it right now, right now as we speak. With the government big tech symbiote absolutely committed to an open war on free speech, you're living through it right now. I mm-hmm. hope this is what you wanted, leftists. Wait till they come for you next. You a-holes, I'm sorry. They're coming for you next. You think this by, is funny? By the way, Dan –
0: and let's thank the Republicans when the President of the United States, at least when it came to this this Rule 230, and this is worse than that, but it came to this Rule 230. You try to have it attached to the defense bill, hoping the Republicans will vote for it. In both houses, overwhelmingly, the Republicans overrode the President's veto. Isn't this why they're trying yep. to pres- punish Trump, punish his supporters? And now we can thank the likes of Ben Sasse. We can the, thank the likes of Adam Kingsinger for what now is an uncontrolled fascism that is coming from these, these oligarchs in uh, Silicon Valley.
2: Yeah, you gave them blanket immunity, pretending they were going to act as neutral platforms. They took the blanket immunity from the government with the feckless rhinos and totalitarian Democrats, they took that blanket immunity, they shoved it right up your wazoo by banning you from platforms that are supposedly neutral, supposedly that you can't sue them now because they have a government-enforced protection. There you go, folks. There you go. There's your government working for you. Great job, right? Shutting down the town square. They're sending conservatives into speakeasies, to have to talk, to have to mm-hmm. use a shibboleth to get in the front door to even speak to each other anymore. Pathetic.
0: Well, the Republican Party, Party, Mitch McConnell and his boys and girls, and I hope it's not Kevin McCarthy, but it is a lot of them. The Republican Party has failed America. The Republican Party has failed America. And now free speech is under attack. And for many of us, it's not just the government. Free speech is under attack and is... Dan pointed out, we, at, at least if the government interferes, you have some recourse. There's no recourse here, unless there are antitrust issues. And I think there are when you have Google reaching across into another company, trying to destroy it, as well as Twitter. The same day, Dan Bongino, the same day Apple and Google are targeting Parler. You think that's coincidental, Dan Bongino?
2: and you know what's interesting? I just read an article at Business Insider that some of the exact same posts they've Google and Apple have targeted Parler for were found on Facebook and Twitter. So did you see the breaking news story that uh, Google Play and Apple had banned Facebook and Twitter? Yeah, of course you didn't, because that didn't happen. Because they're left-leaning, big tech, swamp symbiote, ass-kissing companies that suck up to the left. That's why nothing's happening. This is a, They are in open war right now open war with conservatives libertarians and i think about anyone who's not towing the liberal line to shut them down how this isn't a massive in-kind contribution to the democrat party and how this isn't monopolistic behavior that has caused real material losses to other companies is completely anyone
0: who believes in liberty and free speech better speak up. But Dan, I'm afraid that's fewer and fewer of us. Come over to Parlor immediately, please. Thank you, Dan Bongino.
4: From the Westwood One Podcast Network.
0: These tech companies aren't doing the bidding of Joe Biden and the Democrat Party, then you're not thinking. They were explicitly and openly involved in the last campaign, as they were in 2016. Now, we are a pioneer here. We decided to leave Facebook. We said for months we were leaving Facebook. Facebook. And the reason we said it for months on Facebook was to get as many of you as possible to transition from Facebook to Parlor. And it infuriated Democrat Party sites that promote totalitarian viewpoints, in my view. It infuriated the Washington Post and the New York Times. It infuriated Mediaite and Media Matters. All these Democrat appendages. And they were saying that Parler is a right wing site. It's not a right wing site. It's not any wing site. It's a freedom platform. These are entrepreneurs trying to create competition. The left used to support that, but not now because they control centralized government and centralized corporations. They favor monopolies, not competition. And they hate speech. They hate Fox. They hate conservative talk radio. And if you dare, as an entrepreneur, try to create competition, well, you're going to come under attack. And this is why I announced we were leaving Facebook, because it was becoming increasingly fascistic. It was censoring us. And no, I'm not into the militia, I'm not into violence, I'm not into terrorism, I'm not into any of that. The rioting, we'll leave that to Kamala Harris's supporters. We always denounce violence here, we always denounce extremism here, we're constitutionalists. And tonight, I'm sure I'm the first major broadcaster to announce that we are suspending voluntarily my Twitter account. I will not put up with this damn fascism. I won't put up with it. Some people talk and don't act. We talk and we do act. And so while you can, I want to strongly encourage you to join us at Parlor, At Mark Levin Show, Parlor. I want to strongly encourage you to join us at Rumble, which competes with YouTube, which is part of the oligopoly that is YouTube. At Mark Levin Show Rumble. I want to strongly encourage you to join us at Blaze TV. We're doing everything we can to create alternatives or to support alternatives to what is becoming a totalitarian movement to crush free speech. And I want to remind you one more time That it's not enough to listen to this radio show on terrestrial radio, AM and FM. You must, in my view, download our app. Our app. So you have the podcast just in case. Go to MarkLevinShow.com. That's the website. I own that website. I've owned it for almost 20 years, haven't I, Mr. Producer? I had the sense when I got into this business to say I'll own the website marklevinshow.com at the center of the top of that page that's the home page you'll see a link to audio rewind all you have to do is click that link it'll take you to a podcast page you choose what podcast you want Apple's on there. I wouldn't choose them. Google's on there. I wouldn't choose them. Spotify's on there. I wouldn't choose them. There's Stitcher and there's TuneIn. Go to TuneIn. But whatever you do, please download the app. Please download the app because I'm now believing that podcasting is now the freest form of communication in existence. There's nobody between me and you. Nobody. We appreciate all of our affiliates. We love them. We support them. The companies change. Companies come and go. No, nobody's threatening me. I'm just telling you that we live in tumultuous times. Tumultuous times where conservative voices are being threatened and attacked. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi wants to impeach the president of the United States who's leaving office in 11 days. You know what infuriates me, ladies and gentlemen? We've got state after state after state that has vaccines sitting in freezers that are not being given to our fellow Americans. They're not being given to you. On and on they go. On and on they go. Wear the masks. Stay six feet apart. Do your duty. Lose your business. Lose your home. Lose your private property. Go to jail. Now they have vaccines, and they're so incompetent, or they're so political, on who should get it first, that they're not distributing them. Donald Trump, who they want to impeach a second time, is responsible for the existence of these vaccines that can save millions and millions of human beings. And these governors are so incompetent. The same governors that killed senior citizens, that killed their cities, that have destroyed tens of thousands of businesses, hundreds of thousands of businesses, can't seem to get that vaccine to the citizens who need them. Instead, we got to watch this crap in Washington, D.C., with impeachment. Instead, I got to listen to this jackass, Ben Sass, or this fraud, Adam Kingsinger, or that clown, Lisa Murkowski. Washington, D.C., even worse. These politicians have no idea what's going on in the real world. Constantly playing politics, constantly positioning themselves. Mr. Unity, Mr. Biden, essentially called Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz Nazis today. Is he going to be, you know, attacked for that? Of course not. Kamala Harris a few months ago embracing violent rioting. Is she going to be impeached for that? Of course not. Where the hell are the congressional Republicans? Where are they? Nowhere. President of the United States wanted to confront these high-tech companies. And they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. Still, we got to listen to these morons in the editorial page of the Wall Street Journal. What a bunch of punks. And these never-Trumper clowns. We have blackmail going on all over the place. If companies don't do what the left and the never-Trumpers want, they're going to punish them. Hence, Simon & Schuster buckles a publisher that's supposed to defend free speech. Joins the mob. Free speech. Do I ever say... That people I disagree with should lose their ability to post things? Of course not. Do I ever say people we disagree with should be banned from Twitter, banned from Fa- Of course not. It's unbelievable. I open this program by trying to explain, particularly to young people out there, you may not understand this right now. You may need a little bit more experience with life. But I'm defending you. I'm defending your freedom, your freedom of association, your freedom of speech. I'm defending you as individual human beings who should not be judged based on your race, any physical appearance, your faith, or your lack of faith. I am defending you. I am defending the next generation and the generation after that. Some of them don't get it. Because emotions and passions overtake rationality and clear thinking. Social movements interfere with with reasoning. This has been the freest country on the face of the earth. What a gem. An absolute gem. But the same party that brought us slavery and civil war and segregation, the same party now claims to be a party of the people as it targets half the country and all of the Constitution. I'll be right back.
1: Levin.
0: A draft of the article of impeachment against President Trump, drawn up by Democratic members of the House. After the storming of the U.S. Capitol accuses him of engaging in high crimes and misdemeanors by inciting insurrection, MSNBC reported. So here you have the symbiotic relationship. The draft says the Republican president willfully made statements that encourage imminent lawless action at the Capitol. No, he didn't. I dare anybody to listen to what he said. We had people calling here who were there who said, no, he didn't incite us to do a damn thing. But it doesn't matter. It's like the phone call with the Ukrainian president. It doesn't matter. They have their 10 or 11 member massive majority in the House. They have no majority in the Senate but for Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, are you paying attention, Ben Sass, you jackass? Are you paying attention, Adam Kings, you jackass? Kamala Harris endorsed violent riots in August, and I didn't hear a peep out of you two creeps. Nothing. Nothing. The cult of never-Trumpers. The cult of never-Trumpers. They won't speak out for free speech. They won't challenge big media. They won't challenge big tech. No, 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 no. They want to change the Republican Party so it reflects their views and that of Mitt Romney. So it we'll gets slaughtered in every election coming. They're attacking the 74 million Trump voters as much as anybody else. They're not Reaganites either. They're frauds. Absolute frauds. I was listening to my friend Rush the other day. I think it was yesterday. I can't always listen just because I got my own things that I'm required to do. And he had just come back after several days and he had treatments. And I was listening to him. And I couldn't go on to what I needed to do. I had to keep listening to him. And I said to myself, I'm just being honest, what the hell would we do without this man? What would we do without Rush Limbaugh? I don't even want to think about it. There's nobody like him, and there never will be. He's a remarkable man, just as intuition. The way he can see years in advance. And he says it, and it's true. The way he can take the complicated and make it simple. Not simple in terms of simple tin. Simple. Plain English. So. I just wanted to point that out. No particular reason. Just wanted to point it out. You see, uh, you see such lightweights who won't even be footnotes in the footnotes of history like a Ben Sass or a Kingsinger. They contribute nothing to the virtue of this nation. Absolutely nothing. No, Adam, I'm not talking about your military career, which was excellent. I'm talking about your political career, which sucks. McCain used to do the same thing. When you're criticizing McCain's politics, they'd bring up his military career. And, of course, for the left, they hate military They just liked their political career. And we finally got the facts. And I wanted to circle back. There was, in fact, a Capitol police officer who died, who was a great patriot, apparently, even a Trump supporter. I don't know exactly how he died. The media are speculating. I'm not speculating. But that is awful. Horrific. Awful. Horrific. You'll never find me trashing law enforcement the way Kamal Harris did and Pelosi did and so many of the left do. No, you'll find me criticizing as strongly as I know how lawbreakers, rioters, looters, I don't care what hat they're wearing. I don't care what shirt they're wearing. I don't care whose name they do it in. In The case of Black Lives Matter and Antifa, that's what they do. That's what they do. That's their mission. In the case of Trump supporters, that's not our mission. That's not what we do. So those who did it, I want to repeat Not because I have to, because I must. They need to be found, they need to be exposed, and they need to be prosecuted. That's exactly what's taking place. The FBI put out a photo, it's not a very good photo, of an individual who planted three pipe bombs around the city one at the Republican National Committee, one at the Democrat National Committee, and one other one. This person needs to serve a long prison sentence. I've asked the New York Times and the Washington Post, the two Jeremies, please help us find out who these perpetrators are. Who are the people who stormed the Capitol building? Who had hammers and helmets and gas masks and ropes to climb the walls? Who are these people? So far, the two Jeremies aren't interested. They're just monitoring me. Well, monitor away, boys. I'll be right back.
1: The only show with a warning label, for Liberals. The Mark Levin Show. Call him now at eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one.
0: You know, I like Kevin McCarthy. He's been on this program many times. I think he's done a good job, but I, I want to talk to Kevin McCarthy on the air right now. You have a Speaker of the House who defended the assault on a federal courthouse in Portland, Oregon, who called... The federal law enforcement officials who were trying to defend that courthouse stormtroopers not once but twice. She was inciting that riot, she was inciting violence, and you Republicans in the House have done absolutely nothing about it. Is there a reason why you haven't moved to expel Nancy Pelosi as a member of the House for inciting a riot? An insurrection against a federal courthouse where federal judges sit is not non assault on our Constitution, considering their Article three officials sitting in that courthouse? What will Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans in the House of Representatives do about it? What will they do about it? Well, Mark, what's the end game? Well what's the end game of the game she's playing with the President of the United States? I am telling you that there are tens of millions of us that want to see something done here. And I want to know, Mitch McConnell and John Thune and Ben Sass and Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins and the rest, I want to know that when the incoming Vice President of the United States states on national TV her support, her celebration of rioting and violence back in August. I want to know what the Republicans in Congress are going to do about it. The impeachment bar is now very, very low. She should be impeached. Right, Rand Paul? You with me, Rand Paul, Mr. Constitution? You with me? Are these guys going to put up or shut up? You either oppose violence across the board, you either want to punish politicians across the board, or you don't. And apparently they don't. If Kamala Harris were a a Republican, and she had said the things she said, they would have been organizing impeachment against her in the House, the Democrats, a long time ago. So I'm asking Kevin McCarthy in front of the nation, 14 million of you, what are they going to do about it? What are they going to do about Nancy Pelosi inciting violence in Portland, Oregon? Or dismissing the pulling down of monuments in our country? What are they going to do about it? What are they going to do about big tech and its war on speaking? Other than go on Fox and complain about it, they had a chance to do something when the President of the United States insisted that they use the Defense Appropriation Bill. Now, what are they going to do? What are the clowns at the Wall Street Journal editorial page going to do? Naval gazing buffoons? How about the great never Trumpers? The great never Trumpers. What are they going to do? Nothing. Maybe they'll write to themselves, and they're shrinking audiences, they're shrinking viewers, they're shrinking readers. They're so out of touch, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. It's disgusting. Here's another Gravian montage of Democrats urging violence against... The president and his supporters. I wonder what the newsrooms around the country are going to say when I remind them of this. Cut one go.
3: Go to the Hill today. Get up and please
2: get up in the face of some Congress people. You cannot
0: be. Scared. Hold on now. Shouldn't Cory Booker be expelled from the Senate? What's he inciting there? Get up in the face of Congress people? President of the United States never used that phrase. The President of the United States never said what Cory Booker said. Now, Hillary
5: Clinton, go. A political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about.
2: But Michelle says that, you know, when they go low, we go high. No, no. When they go low, we kick them. You
0: see that? That's Eric Holder. When they go low, we kick them. Now, Maxine Waters, she's actually the smartest of the Democrats. Go ahead.
4: From that cabinet, in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gas Why is
0: she still in the House? She's urging people to attack other people in department stores, at restaurants and so forth. She's inciting violence. What will happen to Maxine? What? Nothing. Joaquin Castro, Ted Lieu, Nancy Pelosi, James Clapper, John Tester, go.
4: You get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere.
2: We'll also fight him and challenge him in every way that we can in the Congress, in the courts, and in the streets and protests. Oh, president- we're going to
0: fight him in the streets and protests. Fight them. Donald Trump never said anything like that. He told them to peacefully protest on Capitol Hill. He didn't say fight them. He didn't say get in their faces. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead and fire Robert Mueller. We would have people take to the streets. I believe there would be widespread civil unrest. You're in the arena. You had to be ready. Hold oh, on. To- that's
0: Ted Lieu. You dare to fire Mueller, there's going to be widespread civil unrest. Is he inciting widespread civil unrest? Well, of course he is, if you listen to the Democrat, Of course he is. Listen to this. Listen. Listen to this hypocrisy. Go ahead. Punch.
1: you got to be ready to throw a punch.
0: That's President- Pelosi talking about throwing punches. President say anything about throwing punches? She's still on Twitter. She's still on Facebook. I'm waiting for Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans to move a motion to expel Nancy Pelosi. I'm waiting for them to impeach Kamala Harris. I've had enough of this hypocrisy. This isn't a game. Go ahead.
1: It would set off a firestorm. I think it would be, uh, uh, you know, not only, not only on the Hill, but uh, in the streets. I really think So there'd be... be-
0: There'd be riots in the streets, says the mumbling, bumbling, buffoonish James Clapper, if he dared to fire Robert Mueller. Senator John Tester, Montana, go. Yeah, a bad thing to happen.
1: I think you need to go back and and punch him in the face. I mean, the truth is, is this guy
0: is bad for this country. So you should punch Trump in the face. Gee, sounds like the Mr. Tough Guy, Adam Kingsinger. I didn't hear Ben Sass or Kingsinger or Romney or Murkowski condemn any of this, did you? I didn't hear them condemn Kamala Harris. I didn't hear them condemn Pelosi when she called our police stormtroopers or Clyburn when he called our police stormtroopers. Weren't they signaling to their mob? Weren't they signaling to their mob and Antifa? Weren't they signaling to their mob? At Black Lives Matter, they're violent. Molotov cocktail-throwing mob, weren't they signaling to them to get violent? Kamala Harris even endorsed the rioters. And Joe Biden sat on his mouth for months at a time. And today, he basically compared Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley to Nazis. Oh, yes, Joe wants unity. Mr. Segregationist wants unity now. He's a changed man, don't you know? They're going to control everything. Let's see how much unity they want. Let's see. They want to impeach the President of the United States. Then they want to destroy the judiciary. Then they want to destroy the Senate. Then they want to destroy the filibuster rule. And they want to destroy the Electoral College. Now the compatriots and big media are trying to destroy Parler. And trying to destroy anybody with whom they disagree. A frontal attack on speech in this country, political speech in this country. These are the true totalitarians. These are the true totalitarians. Well, Mark, what about the right wingers? I despise the right wingers. I'm not a right winger, I'm a constitutionalist. I'll be right back. Rick Klein, ABC News. He's the political director of ABC News, and he should be fired on the spot, but he won't be. He'll probably get a bonus. Rick Klein tweeted out, Trump will be an ex-president in 13 days. The fact is that getting rid of Trump is the easy part. Cleansing the movement he commands is going to be something else. Cleansing the movement he commands is going to be something else. Seventy four million people who are called white supremacists, who are mocked for their looks, who are mocked for what they say. You know, I would compare my IQ with any one of these bastards. I would compare my academic record with any one of these bastards. I would compare my career with any one of these bastards. They think they're so clever and so smart. They're actually not. They're dangerous and they're evil. Shouldn't ABC News fire this man on the spot? Talking about cleansing the movement he commands. They use all these Third Reich terms like accusing Hawley and Cruz of the big lie. That's a Goebbels phrase. Or cleansing the movement. That's a Hitler act. Cleansing the movement and the big lie. Half the country. Half the country. And this is how they talk about us. And then you have young people in this country who think this is all okay. Because you're all a bunch of right-wingers. They're not right-wingers. They're right-wingers out there. But why do you accept such a stupid phrase? When you're waving around the Constitution and embracing, you're not a right-winger. You believe in the country. Every Friday, no matter what, in America, in honor of you, you Levinites. Here we go. Mr. producer. All right, folks go to at Mark Levin show parlor. Even if it takes all week and come on at Mark Levin show rumble. We've had enough at Mark Levin show parlor at Mark Levin show rumble. They're putting up more servers. They're trying to meet demand. Let's go. And don't forget to watch me 8 PM Eastern time Sunday on Fox, a brand new show. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. Good night, all my beautiful puppies. Barney, I miss you and I love you. Good night, Dad and Mom and Leo. I miss and love you, too.
2: From the Westwood One Podcast Network.